Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Hi there, could you do me a favour really quick? Would you pretty please subscribe to the show, leave me a five-star rating if you like it, and share an episode or two with your bookish friends? Better yet, if you could drop a link to the show or to your favourite episode in your book club or bookish group chat, that works too. I promise it only takes a few seconds, it really helps the show, plus I'll be incredibly grateful for it. So thanks in advance and now on to the episode. I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch Podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things, and having fun. In today's episode, I'm super excited to talk to you about the Biblio Lifestyle 2023 Summer Reading Guide. I'll be doing a quick rundown of all the books in the guide, I share the inspiration behind the guide's cover, and I share the process of reading and selecting books for the guide. So if you're interested in getting to know more about the behind the scenes process and getting a sneak peek of all the books featured, then this episode is just for you. So stay tuned. Hi readers, this is Victoria and I'm so excited to tell you that the fourth annual Biblio Lifestyle Summer Reading Guide is here. I'm so excited for it to be out there in the world. After all, summer is a time for relaxation and of course reading. And I don't know about you, but this is the time of year when I get most of my reading in. Plus, it's a great opportunity to explore some really great new books. So whether you're looking for something to get lost in, a page turner to keep you up all night, or a thought-provoking read that will challenge you and stimulate your mind, this guide has something for everyone. So if you haven't already, visit thesummerreadingguide.com to download your free copy of the 2023 Summer Reading Guide. So that's the word the, T-H-E, summerreadingguide.com for your free copy of the 2023 Summer Reading Guide. 
Now, if you're hearing about the Biblio Lifestyle Summer Reading Guide for the first time, it's a free downloadable PDF guide that I create sharing some of the best books of the season, along with fun things to do, recipes, reading and lifestyle tips, and lots more. Now, before we start talking about the kinds of books you can find in the guide, I want to talk about how the guide came to be. So, first, let's talk about the guide's cover. Now, when I look back at the previous three summer reading guides, the first two had variations of a beach theme. And then our third guide cover, which was 2022, it was more of a boardwalk. And where do you find boardwalks? At a beach or at the shore or near some water body. So for this year, I wanted something inland. I wanted something different. And my husband and I decided on a campsite. So we wanted a campsite. And then, of course, the first thing that came to mind is an Airstream, because it's a dream of ours to have an Airstream and just drive around. And I guess that would be kind of the retirement plan, you know, do it for some time in the summer. Now, the guide's illustrator, her name is Lauren George, she illustrated the summer reading guides cover, and quite frankly, all my illustrated guide covers since I started doing them in summer 2021. And I told her the theme I was going for is camping and reading, and again, specifically an Airstream camp with a book stream in the centre, which is essentially the bookshop. On the side, because there are three Airstreams, so on one side, one Airstream has more of a beachy theme with lounge chairs and umbrella. There's even a beach ball. And of course, people in their chairs reading. And then on the other side, we have more of a picnic table with um, tiki torches and lanterns, that kind of vibe, and string lights. So that's what you're finding off to the side. And of course, in the centre, folks sitting around the fire, reading their books, roasting their marshmallows. So people are just all around reading. I was going for a campy vibe. I hope you love the guides cover because I really love it. And I think Lauren did an amazing job. So another thing I want to talk about with the guide is the process of the guide coming together. And to be honest with you, I never really thought of it as something interesting that readers would like to hear. But I was recently a guest on my friend Bree's podcast, which is entitled The Categorically Romance Podcast. So all romance lovers, if you aren't subscribed to that pod, please subscribe and tune in. She does a great show and I was a guest. And while I was there, she had some great questions about the guide which again, I never really thought that folks would be interested in knowing. But speaking with her inspired me to share here on my own episode about the guide, about the process of the guide coming to be. So the summer reading guide starts, the whole process begins in October the year before. Now, during October, I'm not reading. I spend this time reviewing catalogues, I review emails, I review pitches, I review announcements, and then I make a list of books with all that information and I organise it according to publication week. Now, from that master list that I've created, I then create a reading list. Now, this reading list includes highly anticipated books, noteworthy books, books that have caught my attention and interest. So, from the master list, I make a reading list. 
Once I've made the reading list, I then start the process, and this is quite a bit of a lengthy process, requesting the books, downloading the books, organizing the books if they're physical and the manuscripts and the PDFs and everything. And then I start organizing those books and then I make a reading plan. Usually I settle into reading around mid to late November, more late November than mid to be honest. Now, when I'm reading, I have multiple little piles of books around the house and in my book room. It's not a library right now because it's still very much chaotic. And the book piles I have lying around are books I absolutely loved, books that were okay, books that weren't for me. And then I have a soft DNF and a hard DNF. Now, for folks that are not familiar with the DNF lingo, it means did not finish. So a soft DNF for me are books that I didn't finish, not because they weren't good books, but because I felt I was a problem. It was not the right time for me. I wasn't in the right reading mood. I felt it wasn't the book's fault, but more my fault. So that goes in a soft DNF pile. Just because I want to give this book a second chance, maybe at a different time when I'm in the mood for that kind of book. So that goes in the soft DNF pile. The hard DNF pile is essentially a hard no. This book is not for me. I'm not finishing it. And with that said, you know, I just, I can't recommend it. I have no intention of revisiting visiting it. So that's the hard DNF. All right, so when do I stop reading? I usually stop reading around late April. In a bad year, this has run over into early May, and this year was a bad year. So I stopped reading, I think it was the first week in May. And then I start to kind of settle on the books I want to put in the guide. I sit with my feelings, I revisit the reading journal, I revisit index cards, and I'll just review everything and then finalize the books in the list. Once I've settled on the books, I settle on the recipes, I settle on the reading tips, just everything that is going in the guide. It then takes me a week to, you know, put all the designs and the layout and everything together. After which I breathe a sigh of relief. I'm always a tad bit nervous before the guide goes out. And then I send it in my Friday newsletter. And then it's available for download on demand for readers who aren't already subscribed. So if you're listening and you're not already subscribed to the weekly newsletter, please visit thesummerreadingguide.com to download your free copy of the guide. As you can tell, hopefully from me sharing here, a lot of work goes into the guide. It takes a lot of time from reviewing catalogues to requesting books, to reading the books, to then reviewing your notes and making a final decision, plus actually designing the guide. Because even though I do get the cover illustrated by Lauren, I have to put things in here, there, everywhere, decide what colors I'm going to use. But ultimately it really takes a long time. It's a labor of love. So I would appreciate if you share the website, thesummerreadingguide.com with your book friends. Drop a link in your group chat, send an email to your friends and family. If you're seeing someone this weekend or whenever, tell them to visit bibliolifestyle.com because the more people that join the community that sign up for the newsletter, it helps to keep the guide free. I am trying to grow the newsletter community. I will also be launching a community soon and I'll be sharing more with you on that. But just know sharing is caring. Sharing is my love language. And all we ask in return is sign up using your name and your email address and I will happily send off a copy of the guide to you.
Okay, so enough about the process. It's time to talk about the books. So again, the Summer Reading Guide has 48 new books to read organized across eight categories. So that breaks down to six books per category. We also have a category that's dedicated to the minimalist reader and or minimalist reads list has eight titles that we highly recommend if you're only going to pick up a few reads this summer. So I picked one standout book from each category. So those eight books make up the minimalist list. There is also a list with three classics and you can hear me discuss these three books and why you should read them and how you should read them and how you should approach it here on the podcast. So tune in to episode 101 that's entitled Summer Classics, Three Iconic Novels to Heat Up Your Reading List. That's the name of the episode. But as it relates to new books in the guide, you'll find books in these eight categories. Literary fiction, historical fiction, books with themes of family and friendship, non-fiction books, mysteries and thrillers, science fiction fantasy books, romance novels, and cozy mysteries. Okay, so I want to give you a quick preview of the books you can find in the guide. So I am going to pull up the guide here on my phone. So I'm not going to tell you the titles. I'm just going to do a quick rundown because again, I want you to head on over to thesummerreadingguide.com to download your free copy of the guide. But in literary fiction, we have one book that chronicles the growing pains of a queer black woman after she loses her dream job. We also have a book that's set over the course of of one day and we see the long-standing tensions between a husband and a wife and the best friend kind of come to a breaking point. There's also a book that is a satire of the publishing industry that centers on a writer who steals the work of her dead friend. There's also a book about an African-American ballerina at the height of her career and she's questioning whether or not she'll ever find fulfillment in this space. There's a witty and charming love story about a decades-long romance between an aspiring writer and the son of one of America's wealthiest families. And then there's a book about a Silicon Valley woman who's struggling in both her professional and personal life, and we see the world around her unravel. So those are the six books in the literary fiction category. In historical fiction, I'm super excited. There are two books that are set during World War II. But World War II is just really a time. It's really a focus on women, both these books, and I absolutely love that. There's also a historical fiction set in 17th century Paris, which I adored. We have a book set in 15th century China. We also have a book from 18th century India. And we also have a book that's set in the South, the American South, that is inspired by a true story about a plantation in Georgia. So the historical fiction books in the guide are incredibly rich. They're very different and they're all set in diverse time periods and countries. And I'm really excited about it books with themes of family and friendship. Now, all these books are very different, I just want to say. And one of the books is a life-affirming story about a death doula. There's also another book that centers a family of actors that are working together on a production. And we see them kind of dealing with the choices they've made in the past and how they can move forward in the future. Then there's a book about a best-selling children's author who is hosting this competition based on his books and the series he's written and we see all the super fans come together to compete for a manuscript of his new book. 
There's also a book about a girl who grew up in this incredibly dysfunctional family and we see her so determined to create a better life for herself despite just everything in her life with her family just unraveling around her. We also see a woman who moves to a small beach town to start her life over and instead she finds herself caught up in the small town politics with a building going up next to her. And then we also have a comedy of errors about a woman who is working to restore the family's castle, but she discovers her husband plans to divorce her and sell it, and she hatches a plan to get it from him. So those are the six books with themes of family and friendship. In our non-fiction category, oh my gosh, we have a wide range of books and all of them are incredibly page-turning. One is a biography of a young Jackie Kennedy before she was married and her adventures in Paris and her life as a writer and a photographer in Washington, D.C. We have one book that's a memoir of an award-winning fashion designer, entrepreneur and activist. We also have an investigation about three girls who met each other at a boarding school for troubled teens and we see the circumstances that resulted in all three of them turning up dead. We also have a memoir of a painter and a poet who in the wake of sadness and loss finds herself caring for this wild baby magpie and through caring for this magpie that she found we see how it had profoundly changed her life. We also have a book that chronicles the international hunt for a psychopathic con artist who impersonated entertainment executives and exploited workers in the Hollywood scene. And there's also a book that's a gripping account of one of the most scandalous murders in modern Irish history by a socialite. And he did this because of his dwindling inheritance. It's a very captivating read. And all of these six nonfiction books are absolute page turners and they would be great books to dive into this summer. For mysteries and thrillers, we have a book that follows a group of upper-class New Yorkers and how their summer is upended when they discover a dead body face down on the side of the boardwalk. There's also a book about a plane landing in the ocean after an engine explodes and it sinks with passengers trapped inside and they're alive. The rescuers are trying to get to them before they actually sink further to a point of no return because beyond this point they cannot be saved. There's also another book about a hostage that convinces her captor to move her into his new house instead of killing her. And then when this woman meets the other women in this man's life, she's starting to wonder if they will actually help her escape or they will actually hinder her. We also have a locked room mystery about a group of former classmates trapped by a winter storm on their college campus and they discover that they have a murderer in their midst. There's also a book about a man who helps fugitives of all kinds disappear and his shady ex-girlfriend, who's a lawyer, who plans a heist to steal diamonds worth millions from her co-worker. But of course, their crew that they've assembled to carry out this heist runs into a slew of bad luck. And finally, we have a book of a woman who starts her own investigation when two teens are killed under identical circumstances to her sister who died 14 years prior, even though she fears now becoming a target herself. So we have six mysteries and thrillers. All these books are incredibly suspenseful. They have really great plots and they're page turners, perfect for summer. 
In our science fiction and fantasy category, we have six great books. One is about a girl who's aspiring to be a librarian and a boy trapped in a library. And these two were never supposed to meet, but when they do, they come together to unravel the library's secrets. Another book is a Roman-inspired fantasy where an orphaned boy is adopted and sent to this elite academy, and while there, he becomes a double agent while keeping his true identity a secret. We also have another book about two estranged half-sisters who are tasked with guarding their family's library, which is a library of magical books, but they must also work together to unravel a deadly secret that is hiding in the heart of their collection. We also have a book that is an amazing space opera, adventure and mystery that follows three people brought together by the mystery of a missing translator amongst their midst. We also have another space opera that follows a young tea expert who's taken in as a political prisoner and recruited to spy on government officials. And we also have a book that's inspired by the history and folklore of colonial South America. And we see two young women searching for a sense of belonging as they navigate ancient magic, betrayal and curses. In our romance category, we have six amazing books. I loved each and every one of them. One is a modern retelling of Jane Austen's Emma, where we meet a wealthy grad student who plays matchmaker for one of her friends, but we also see her starting to recognise her attraction to her childhood friend, who also happens to be her neighbour. Also on the list is an enemies to lovers romance, where an American intern in Rome who butts heads with her professor's grumpy son. There's also a really funny STEM-themed rivals to lovers romance where the worlds of two different physicists with opposing views collide amidst a slew of fake dating shenanigans. We also have another second chance romance, but this one is inspired by Jane Austen's Persuasion, in which we meet a woman who feels stuck in her life, but then she bumps into her old college boyfriend. Again, we have another second chance romance, so I guess there's a theme here, where former lovers and co-stars who can't stand each other reunite to film the last season of their show. And our last romance on the list is about a woman who's trying to rescue her best friend. But in order to do that, she must plan a jewellery heist. So she gets the help of this criminal, but she's not so sure if she can trust his motives helping her with the job, but she's also not sure if she can trust him with her heart as well. So we have six amazing romance novels. There's just so much here this summer, and I'm sure you'll fall in love with one of the books in the guide. All right, our last category with new books coming out this summer is our Cozy Mysteries. And again, we have an amazing selection here. We have one Cozy that features Jane Austen characters, places and settings. And we see two characters trying to solve the murder of Mrs. Willoughby, who has died after drinking some poisoned port. We also have a book about a 40-year-old spinster who assumes the identity of her half-brother as palace librarian after his death. But when someone else is also murdered in the palace, it drives her to investigate what really is going on. We also have another cosy mystery with a bookseller at the centre who's on the case to find a killer after a newlywed is found dead and another body is found at the beach and she's also trying to clear her love interest name. 
We also have another cozy mystery where the director that was brought in to oversee a local community theatre was found dead. And we find our two leads having to solve the crime before opening night in order to save their play. We also have a cosy set in 19th century England where a wealthy bachelor drops dead at a ball and a young woman is tasked to investigate. And the last book on our list features a former kid detective who is forced out of retirement to solve one last case. And we're hoping not only will she solve the case, but hopefully find herself along the way. So those are the six cozy mysteries that are just light and fun and filled with quirky characters with several twists to the mystery. So readers, there you have it. That's a quick rundown of all 48 books in the guide. Also in the guide, you'll find publication dates. So you'll know what book comes out when, although these dates are subject to change. However, I want you to use this information to get ahead of the line at the library so you can request your books early, but you can also use it to pre-order those books from your local bookshop. So again, if you haven't already, visit thesummerreadingguide.com to download your free copy of the 2023 Summer Reading Guide. I'll also include a link in the show notes so you can get your free copy of the guide there. Readers, that's all for now. I hope you'll download the guide. I hope you'll find plenty of books that you love and I'm looking forward to hearing about your favourites. But that's it for now. Thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon. Happy summer reading! Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend, and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading, and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening, and happy reading.